There was also a hieroglyphic that had Donald and was it Mickey? Do you remember that one? There's a Don- there was a Donald and Mickey. Yeah. I remember. There's also a Star Wars one too. And Donald was holding this instrument mm-hmm. that actually is what the Egyptians back in the day would put up through. I believe if I'm saying this right, they'd put it up through the nose mm-hmm. to like get to the brain to kill somebody. And Donald's holding it with like Mickey right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I didn't know that's what that was. So. Really bad. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> wow. I, well, I say mine for like after this is done. So if you want to <laughs> you know right why there. Great Movie Ride has to rest in peace, it's because they're like the worst. I mean, hop, hop on that DeLorean <laughs> and go back in time and ride this ride again. Like, that shoot. is fantastic. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present. Our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. Episode number 38. We are 38 weeks into this little magical project, right? You've been hanging out with me for 38 weeks, which is crazy. Lucky you, by (laughs) the way. Yeah, that is crazy. God has shined (laughs) his light upon you and has blessed you with my presence for 38 weeks, which is awesome. Uh, It is a Wednesday morning here. It's a beautiful cold morning. How cold is it there uh, on this fine morning, fine day up in Amish country? Wow, wow. Do you really want to know? It is 27 degrees. Wow. When we got up this morning, it was 26 degrees. It is wow. warmed up to a nice balmy 35 degrees outside. Um, um, which you for, have several inches of snow on the ground. We do not. We do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have snow on my iPod with the song Informer, but that's about as close as snow as I'm getting right now. <laughs> um, so, and for fans of the show and fans of the movie show that I also ho- a co-host, uh, Melissa Reagan, I'm talking to you, you might hear a, a, a um, leaf blower in the background, which I just got done recording one episode of the of the movie podcast and in the background you heard and so that might actually pop up here so you can make that connection hey that sounds like the same leaf blower it in fact it is it is the same leaf blower look <laughs> same at that leaf blower. got a great show coming up and uh we had some cast members some former cast members that came on friends of jen and now friends of the mm-hmm. show uh that talked all about uh, the rides they worked on and everything and we'll get to that in just a second but first yes. jen the question how did you disney this week well, this week, and actually this was just yesterday, um, so a friend of the show, Big Fat Panda, um, also is selling some Sensi these days, mm-hmm. and Sensi, I do have to say, I actually love, and there is a brand new Mickey and Minnie warmer out that is adorable, oh, so of course times. I had to, of course. I mean, I had to order that, because who doesn't want your house to smell good, and also have something that looks like Minnie Mouse. Who doesn't want saying. your house to smell like six foot tall rodent? Of course, that's awesome. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I don't think many. I'm sorry. Uh, Mickey and Minnie are not six foot tall. Mm. Sad. True. Very true. Oh, well, I mean, I, I think that the best thing would be for the the candle to smell like the inside of the costumes that sometimes the characters wear. I think <laughs> oh that would no! Be for- Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> July character. July character. It, you know that would be awesome. I love it. No, but also it's not a candle. It's it's a wax melt. Yes. Eh, same yes. thing. It's no, a- it's not. You're right. It's not. It's I've seen. I, I don't have any Cincy in my home, but I have seen people who use it. People who mm-hmm. really love it, and uh, I, I I think it's great. Big Fat Panda's they got a great thing going there, and and mm-hmm. of course his new pen came out, which I haven't ordered yet. I'm going to order today to make. No, sure actually, it. that reminds me. I need to do that. Yeah, and so because there's not a whole lot of them left. Uh, well, you can go to 
bigfatpanda.com is that is, is it as simple as that or is it something different yeah i think so anyway yeah go there. i should know that or <laughs> Or go, go to the mscpodcast.com and go scroll yep. down. You'll see Big Fat Panda's picture. Click on his face. Put the cursor right there between his eyes. Click on it, and it'll take you to his page. And you can wear all that fun stuff. <laughs> too. So, um, but, no, we're talking today uh, about the great movie ride. Uh, oh, I, oh, my Disney. I got to tell you, I'm excited because I've been booking trips, and I got to talk about and sell a, uh, some clients, sell a family on Pop Century. And – I love Ooh. Pop Century. I know that you know really, you, you, you really sort of, do. You sort of know about Pop Century. You're not really quite sure. You're like, I think I heard, I've heard of that before. You know, it, well, All Star Sports is not open at this time, so you know, Pop Century is just. I love Pop Century. <laughs> I love not. the, I love the, uh, I love the aesthetic of Pop Century. I love the the, the niche, the nostalgia of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the big big wheel, and you've got the football. Yeah. Just, it's a lot of fun, and the rooms I think are very clean. They're very cool. The gondola is there. Um, so I'm a big fan of Pop Century. I think it's. Yeah. I mean, I I. I probably would have said all-star movies was my favorite value until the gondola skyway station showed up at pop century between sitting on the lake between pop century and art of animation. Yep. Um, yep. So pop's probably my favorite. Honestly, I could bore everybody to tears with facts about pop century and go into the whole history of it. And you know, what happened with the recession <laughs> in 2001, how art of, art of animation came to be in the legacy years and legendary years, but I won't, I digress. So we have to get back to our, we have to get to our segment here. Although we're, we're talking about the great movie ride in Jungle Cruise. Our former cast members, Bill and Liz, they're a couple out of, uh, out of uh, Amish country as well. So they probably live, <laughs> they live in the shelters right down from you guys, which is probably awesome. I, know, I mean, obviously, because all have, of Pennsylvania is pretty much just one big Amish country. You guys have churned butter together, which is awesome. I think that's yeah. so cool. I think that's great. Um, but no, what I want to do real quick, because I feel like when we were talking, uh, when we were doing the interview, uh, I, I didn't get to this during the interview because I figured we would do it here. I yeah. think there's a lot of people who do either don't remember the great movie ride or maybe they never got to go on the great movie ride. Maybe they, that's they closed, possible. It's been closed three and a half years now, which is crazy. Because I can't even believe it's know, been three and a half years. I was thinking years. 2018. I knew it wasn't 2019, but I was thinking 2018. You could have convinced me 2019. Apparently it closed in like 2017. Uh, I, I, I do not recall yeah. it being that long ago. No, it doesn't feel like that long ago. And that of course is when Mickey's runaway railway moved in and now they're open a yep. uh, great ride there. We'll talk about that on, on our, uh, on our interview as well. Mm-hmm. But um, so great movie ride is it's set up in the Chinese, Chinese theater. You walk into the Chinese theater, they have all the props and everything set up uh, from all different movies. They kind of rotate through Mary Poppins mm-hmm. costumes was there and they had Harrison Ford yeah. stuff from Raiders yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You go into the queue there and the older version of it. And I say older, as in like 10 years ago they, they updated it you know in recent years before it closed so the mm. one i liked the best though you had the big screen there with all the movie trailers and you had the oh i love that this massive oh. big room of switchbacks up and down and up and down mm. back and forth you go down uh through here and they, they were kind I think of there cool. were like 10 films too yeah i mean 10 films and, and so you would see a lot of those going on there so yeah it was it was a really cool setup you go in you get, get aboard these big trams mm-hmm. and you start going through uh going through the movies and the first yeah. movie you come up on uh each one of these is like audio animatronics and there's special mm-hmm. effects and things like that spotlight like uh, some of the Fa- yes. famous scenes yes footlight parade is there footlight from the parade. early part of the century uh then you go to sing in the rain and Mary Poppins. Rain. you go through a gangster scene and this is kind of the gangster scene in the, the western underworld. scene uh, the underworld the public yeah. enemy with uh with uh oh, james cagney james cagney that's kind of uh the spotlight there and then the Aren't western you the scene movie guy hang there. on i know i haven't seen public <laughs> enemy yet you say public enemy to me and i think nwa i think from like the late 90s with Chuck <laughs> D, and, and that's that's not what what this is that's you not know? what this is yeah um, because we love the police much like uh, uh unlike some of the songs they sing anyway so uh, <laughs> so you go through those two scenes and those are important because that's where either you stop mm-hmm. in the gangster scene or you right. stop in the western scene 
yeah. a character, either a gangster comes out or a cowboy comes out, and mm-hmm. without going through the whole spiel, they take over well, a the bandit. Tram. A I bandit. think they called yeah. it a bandit. Yeah. Yeah, bandit, and he, and he comes out and he takes over the tram. He's gonna you know, steal the money or the fortune yeah. or whatever. Takes everybody, quote unquote, hostage. Uh, and then you go through <laughs> the alien scene, which I loved the day when the alien came like all the way down. I mean, like it came right there. In oh, your face. like way back when everything was working. And before it closed, it, it would only come down just a yeah. little bit. And I don't know if that was so much because it was working or because it was scaring people because that big alien was coming. Down I mean, I remember the first time that happened. I was like freaking right? out. It was right? like, oh, my God. <laughs> Um, and also one of the things that, and I, I forgot to mention this too, in our, in our conversation, one of the things that if you sat on the far side of the tram, the left side of the tram, as you were going mm-hmm. through there, you could look over onto the side and see all the computer screens on the floor. Yep. On those computer screens were all sorts of funny sayings and oh gosh, jokes so and funny. things. It was just, they were so random and I could never get a good picture of it because this is back in the going. day of an iPhone four. Really? And so I wasn't getting a good picture and whatever. And I know you had like an iPhone 10 at the time and, oh, yeah. um, uh-huh. but uh, whatever, but, um, but so you go through that and then you come to the Raiders of the Lost Ark area where they go up to get the, the, the Anuba is what it's called, like a beetle on the wall. And you push the beetle yes. and this, this treasure is supposed to come out or whatever. And what actually happens is the Anuba, quote unquote, dissolves the person leaving a skeleton. And then the, the, the tram leader, the tour guide comes back out and they've saved the day. And now you're going about your tour. Um, and so I wanted to make sure we, we mentioned that because, again, a lot of people don't know what an Anuba is and what we're talking about with the Western scene and stuff. From there, you go to the Tarzan scene yeah. on into Casablanca. Uh, Fantasia, it's really just nothing but a screen with, with Fantasia right. on it. Uh, then you come to the Wizard of Oz scene with all the munchkins yep. and stuff. And then, of course, mm-hmm. you go to this big room there where they do, like, the, the films from the movies. Um, yeah, Films from movies. Like, scenes from movies from 100 years. Or now, I mean, everything from – and there are dozens and dozens and dozens oh, of film there clips were and stuff. And, and it was always fun to kind of pinpoint which ones you've seen, which ones you yeah. haven't, you know. And and, and uh, they and had I, everything from, like, the old silent movies, like the Charlie yep. Chaplin stuff. Yep. Like, the Guardians of the, the Galaxy way. was in the new one. Yeah, um, Guardians was in the so one a lot of the stuff ones. was in there. So Star mm-hmm. Wars, Force Awakens was in there. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, and if you go to Wikipedia, there's a long list of films that were in that in that yeah. montage. And um, they did change. They did. They did. They, they did, did change up the montage. They did. I like the older version better, but I like the newer, yeah. newer one as well. So, so having said all that, Jen, who are our guests today? Who are we talking to today? So we're going to be talking to um, Liz and Bill Winter, and they are friends of mine. They actually own another agency in the area, but you know, as we always say, you know, we're we're not competition. We're we're all friends. We all help each other. You know, we're all in the industry and support one another. And Liz and I actually bonded a lot early on. Um, my or our agency is you know just a little bit older than theirs. Right. Um, but yeah, so just you know, along the years we had some shared experiences, and we've always gotten along really well. And I always love listening to her reminisce at you know various functions we've been at about being a cast member, about the college program, about um, Great Movie Ride and Jungle Cruise. So, because um, she was a skipper as well, which you're going to hear. So yeah, that's who we're going to be talking to. I love it. I love it. Great stories coming up. Uh, have fun. Let's listen to our conversation with Liz and Bill. Well, today on the show, and I know you guys are not used to me introducing the guests. Typically, that is David Dollar's job. But today, these are my friends. And so today on the show, we have Bill and Liz Winter. They are the owners of Dreamers Do Travels, which is another great travel agency, actually, up in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, Liz and I get to go to lunch a lot together, actually. Amish country. (laughs) They are definitely not an Amish country. They're in the South Hills. (laughs) 
in my mind, anybody from Pennsylvania besides Rocky is Amish. So it's true. Yeah. In fact, whenever I used to be a guest on the podcast, he would play Amish Paradise uh, whenever true. I yeah. came on the show. <laughs> That's great. Uh, which, yeah. But anyway, uh, Bill and Liz Wonder, they are both former cast members with some of our favorite attractions. So welcome in, Bill and Liz. Hey, Bill and Liz. Hi there. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is going to be fun. This is going to be, we'll have lots of questions about just everything and all things movie ride, jungle cruise, and pirates, and all the stuff that, that we can find out. But first, our first question to everybody is How did you guys Disney this week? How did we not Disney this yeah, week? I feel, like, I feel like every day has some Disney in it. Um, I can say I'm mommying really hard during quarantine, and easy go to dinner has been Mickey Waffles for the kids. Nice. With the Mickey mm -hmm. waffle maker from Shop Disney, it's a really good investment. And then the golden malted waffle mix Ooh. that Disney uses. Ooh. That sounds amazing. So that's definitely how we Disney almost every night because I'm just over making three meals a day <laughs> for five people. You know what? Honestly, I, I respect that right now. <laughs> Breakfast for dinner. Respect. Uh, Y'all have three kids. Are, you, are, are they all at home? Are they still at home doing virtual learning? Are they going back to school at all? Or, or do you homeschool or what? Day. It definitely depends on the day, you know? Okay. <laughs> I mean, today was a snow day, but mm -hmm. the kids will never know what that means anymore because now that just means they go virtual right. on a whim. So, I mean, kids are resilient, so that's mm -hmm. great. But um, they're mostly in person, luckily. Yes. But I'm still a lazy mom <laughs> doing Mickey Waffles. <laughs> <don't touch. laughs> we Disney every day. Everything's Disney. Disney shirts, Disney coffee mugs. Yeah. Looking up Disney stuff, Disney YouTube, Disney. I mean, music. we we even end the day by telling each kid as we tuck them in, dream about Disney <laughs> every single night. So every night. Yep, morning, noon, and night, Disney. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Love so them. first of all, how did you guys meet Jen? How did how did y'all all come together as a as a as a group friend group? Well, as in a series of unfortunate events. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, let's. Oh, we can share stories definitely. <laughs> Well, our um, amazing Disney rep, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention her name, but Marcy, yeah. um, mm -hmm. she's a great mutual friend and just an amazing mentor. Um, but so she gathered a group of us, I don't know how mm -hmm. many years ago was I that now? The, oh my gosh, I think it was all the way back to like 2017 or 2018. Mm -hmm. I believe it. I think it was 2017. -ish. I think it was 2017. I know, Jen, I know your agency is about a year older than ours. And mm -hmm. you had already been in the group. And I was one of the kind of newbies with another agent agency owner. Um, and she started hosting these quarterly lunches. They were pretty laid back. We'd talk, yeah. you know, we'd have a Disney agenda, but then we just became fast friends and we just bonded mm -hmm. over some similar experiences. And now we have some inside jokes. Um, <laughs> And yeah, and then Bill works a full-time job outside of this. He is the co-owner of our agency, but because he, you know, works during the day, um, he's not able to attend, not to mention it's a women's only group. I was about to say, it's a women's only group. <laughs> it's, it's, the men are not invited. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. We just, I think her and I kind of bonded pretty quickly. We did. We're similar in age, similar kind of in some experiences and interests. Mm -hmm. And here we are. And yeah. So then we, we started going out to our own lunches. <laughs> we did. <laughs> A few times. So, David, this is how I picture their lunches going. Half Disney talk, half complaining about the husbands. Half. No. <laughs> okay, I mean, the, your ratio may be off a little bit. But. Well, 
Jen has another podcast called Divas Dish Diz, and I imagine that's how the lunch goes. They talk a little bit about Disney for two minutes, and then we talk about eyebrow waxing, and then we hear about personal, like, female things, and then they talk a little bit more about Disney and about a hot guy here or there, and then maybe complaining about the husbands, and <laughs> Wait, then going on about, about Disney again, and just, it's just, you know, that's that's how I imagine that. We always bring going. it back to Disney, though. It's like exactly. six degrees to Disney, I told you. <laughs> Hey, Bill, you and I can go out to lunch. We're, we're, we're good there. I'm not a co-owner, but, you know, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll go grab lunch and we'll talk sports and just eat wings and not say anything, <laughs> which is what guys do, and that's okay. Okay. <laughs> How guys roll. That's with the salt. Here you go. I mean, that's, that's our conversation. We had a great time. That's awesome. What are you so, going to talk about? What? <laughs> I don't remember. I was eating wings. So, all right. So, we, I have a, a, lot of, like I said, a lot of questions because yeah. I know um, for, for your Disney resume, we've, I've heard Great Movie Ride, Jungle Cruise. We've heard Pirates and, and things like that. So, I guess uh, the first question for me is how did you guys get started at Disney? Uh, kind of walk us through your, your Disney journey a little bit uh, from both of your perspectives. You want me to start? I don't care. Go for it. So I have bounced around so much since birth, like literally grew up in six different states before I met Bill. Um, and so I actually spent my freshman year of college at the University of Central Florida in Orlando. And of course, it was always a dream of mine to work where we vacationed as a family growing up. Um, every five years, my, my parents outdid themselves and took us on a huge Disney trip. And so of course I caught the bug pretty early. Um, and so the summer between freshman year and sophomore year, I went to Disney casting and I was so excited um, to get an interview and they were hiring all different positions. Come to find out that I was hired as Main Street Ops cast member, which sounds really exciting and like something classic, you know, like mm -hmm. created by Walt himself. And I get there and it's literally working the front gate. Like it's literally oh, greeting guests working the front gate of all the positions that I could have had. It was literally walking through the utilidor all the way, starting in the back, all the way to the front of the park. So you had to get to work. You had to be parking like what, two hours before your shift started to make your way. I'm exaggerating a little, maybe a like little, an hour, like an hour to park, walk <laughs> all the way and then, you know, get to the front gate. So that was my first job. But then I did work parade audience control, which essentially means oh. um, getting cursed out and trampled on by guests during fireworks <laughs> and parades <laughs> and a little bit of getting to play with the kids while you know trying to help them um keep them entertained before the parades start uh, but i'm imagining all of your guests going oh yes ma'am where do i need to stand over here okay i really wish i could stand that, here but I'll, go, did, right? but I'll go over there like you sure asked me to are. sure, sure. <laughs> i'll put it this way at the end of the night you know those glue sticks they use to like direct traffic out like trying uh -huh. to keep like, one-way traffic going on more than one occasion, a guest told me that they would let me know where, where I could stick that. So <gasps> that's fun. <laughs> and, and I'm sure a couple of times, probably people would remind you about how much they paid for their vacation and therefore they oh, were entitled to, to stand of here, course. stand there. And, yeah, <laughs> they're, all a, they're all a VIP, you know? Of course. So, um, so yeah, I, that only lasted about a summer. And then I bounced around to different colleges, made my way back to Disney via the Disney college program. Mm -hmm. um, and I started that in January of 2008. And Bill was already working there part-time and um, he stalked me. <laughs> he would come when he wasn't even working and he would bring me dinner and leave stuff in my locker. And I'll never forget, I actually sat backstage on one of my breaks and I called my mom back home in Delaware. And I said to her, this guy will not leave me alone. I just want to be friends. He's like the boy next door. He's friends with everybody, always hosting the parties. I want to just be friends, nothing more. And she goes, Remember, I only liked your dad for his car at first. 
So that's how this all began. He told me to give him a chance. And the next thing you know, he took me out to beer garden and the rest is history. Wait, your first date was beer garden. That's amazing. <laughs> I think I should start high though. I should start like McDonald's level. But beer garden is such a, like a bro restaurant. Like that's not even like a first date restaurant, right? What? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good, it's a good mid level restaurant because it, it kind of helps you gauge your interest. It shows you that he's not coming on too strong because you're going to beer garden, but he cares mm-hmm. enough to not take you to like you know the electric umbrella or something like that. I mean. <laughs> Would you like a third pound Angus burger and some fries? (laughs) It's really awkward. You're sharing a table too. So like, you know, you can talk to the other. Oh yeah. I guess that would be a little. Okay. Now without, I'm like, how long was, was this pre magic band post magic band? Like how, how pre, pre, okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. I remember times before magic bands and the old ticket fast passes, all that stuff. Oh yeah. Back in the day. (laughs) Back in my day. (laughs) Of course, magic bands are now like, becoming a thing of the past. So yeah, right. That's a fun story though, those fast pass machines. So I do have a story about those. Oh so, yeah, please. There's a button on the back of those machines, and so for instance, if somebody was having trouble with their, you know, putting their ticket in, simply mm-hmm. getting a fast pass out, you could basically just pop the button and it would spit one out for them. So we could kind of pick and choose. Like if a guest was being like super nice, oh, there's four magical fast passes. If a guest is not being so super nice, oh, I don't know why it's not working. You know, got to come back later. Was that easily accessible <laughs> to anybody awesome. or do you have to open up a little bit to get in there to, to use the button? It's a button on the back. Literally, oh. if you just reach from the back and press the Wow. Loop. I'm, I'm super happy didn't know that. <laughs> that I didn't know that either because I would have had a crisis of conscience every time I went to Toy Store Mania to get the Fast Passes. I'd be oh, like, I did. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, you, you can say that. <laughs> but you worked there. And like, if I worked there, I would have a total sense of entitlement of like, I work here. Click, 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 click. I just went when they're not looking and just did one of the machines when I was trying to get a Fast Pass some days off. That's fantastic. <laughs> hey. She had a little more exciting time when she was at Disney to start. I, my, my Disney career started off boring i started off in the college program working at the contemporary merchandise mm. but wait was it bvg because that's like my one of my favorites it was all of them you worked bvg uh-huh. and you worked before the store was in the middle the fantasia used to be yeah. across where the arcade right. was right and that's used to be uh the um fantasia and the princess store mm. that's right and let's just say the, <laughs> the, the nobody's in the resorts during the day right that's so accurate. it's boring Okay, that's accurate. Now, that? <laughs> if, if you had worked there, though, whenever I started going to the contemporary frequently, you would have seen me a lot. I'm just saying. I saw a lot of people a lot. I, I started noticing the same people there. So you did people. notice. You do like start recognizing regular. You notice when you start seeing the same kind of people month after month, it's you start to go. Oh, so funny. They're locals. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's it's funny to think because, you know, well, 18 million people come to the Magic Kingdom every year. And at the same mm-hmm. time, enough people come through again that you recognize them over and over. Like BBG and Fantasia are my two favorite stores on property. I love those two shops. But I also don't work there. I can just go back and forth between the two and look look at the pins, look at the toys, come over, look at the fashion, and I'm out. And so I can imagine like going because I've been there in the middle of the afternoon with nobody's there, and there's like three mm-hmm. cast members, and I'm all talking to all three of them for like 30 minutes because they have nothing else to do besides dust something. It's already been dusted 10 times. So yep, that's what it was. Go dust what that I did that. Go organize the shelves. They're filled. What do you want me to do? <laughs> It got pretty boring. So you worked contemporary for a little while. What happened after? I mean, where'd you go after that? Where did you move up to? I left for a little bit, and then I decided I missed Disney, and I came back as a seasonal cast member. 
And I went to another boring place they put me at, but finally attractions, one man stream. Mm. I love the attraction. But, but if you look at the cast members there, you don't do anything. You just <laughs> yeah, you're just standing there. You know, the most interactive role you have is when you're right before the, the pre-show, you're standing there, mm -hmm. and you go back behind and then go to your little spiel, and then the movie starts, and then the end spiel, and that's it. Else than yeah. that, you're just standing there. You must have come off really lazy during your interview. <laughs> no, they love me at Contemporary. Where are we going to put this guy? <laughs> you know? No, I, I just, I, I, no, whenever, I remember the interview process because it was a phone interview for the college program. And I realized whenever I was sitting there working at the Contemporary, if I would have answered this one question differently, I guarantee oh. I would have been an attraction. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> because like I worked that and it, and it was always night. So they, they were, yeah. you're there until 11 o'clock every night as a CP. Your start time could be, you hope it was later, but it was earlier. It stunk, obviously, because it was slow. Mm -hmm. So, but my roommates, like Josh, remember Josh, worked at Kilimanjaro Safari. So he was up early in the college program and he always got off early because Animal Kingdom back and in that day, like five o'clock was it. Five, yep. yeah. So I was like, man, I, I, I mean, it was better than, I mean, I guess contemporary is better than working at the Magic Kingdom. That could have been like 1 a.m. Oh, um, yeah. But then after that, I decided to stay and went part-time, and they put me at the Jungle Cruise. And that's where I met her, as we already talked about. I didn't stalk her. I liked her. And I worked <laughs> my way in. Well, it worked, obviously. You have two children. And, and so you were both skippers, is that correct? We are both skippers. Gotcha. Was, okay, uh, so. At the GMR, and I, I did a little Pirates, too, but she did GMR after. Great she movie left. ride, for great those who don't ride. know that abbreviation. Since, you know, rest in peace, great movie ride. The youngins <laughs> won't know what that is anymore. But look at the great attractions that's there now. Right. People love it. Right. I don't know. I've never I, been up yet. <laughs> well, we'll, and we'll, we'll get the great movie right in a second. I do want to ask you about the Jungle Cruise. And Jen, you can throw in with questions yeah, too. Although yeah, you may know all this already. Um, I know some of it, but. As far as being a skipper, one of the questions I always have is how many, how, how spontaneous are you allowed to be? I know that you have a script, obviously, and some jokes you have to go on. <laughs> Bill, once, you, once you get out of the earshot of, of people, how, how much can you go into your own thing? Good question. Well, that, well, luckily, luckily, question. luckily, we're not cast members anymore. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they literally hand you on your first day of training something called the OG, the original guide. It's mm -hmm. the script, and you're supposed to stick to it. And you get like two, like each scene, you got like two or three choices that right. you can go off of, but you're not supposed to go off of that. Did people listen to that? As long as there wasn't a manager hiding in the jungle or on your boat. They would do that. The managers are right. like the um, They'd sneak leaders. on the back yeah. and hide oh, behind no. the motor uh -huh. so you couldn't tell they were there. Oh, wow. Oh, Ask me a story after this is over and I'll tell you. Okay. It's not a clean story. Oh, but like no questions asked. Like then you get off the boat at the end and reprimand on your record mm -hmm. right away. Oh, no shoot. questions asked. Never had that happen. Well, because some of the most entertaining cast members I have, and I guess that it, like I've heard cast members, especially when it's late at night and it's, everybody's tired and they're just doing whatever they want to do. But then I would hear those same jokes a, a couple of days later on the Jungle Cruise. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't spontaneous. Dang it. That sounded so good. It's And it's always the delivery of the cast member because I've had the same jokes delivered by an entertaining cast member. And I've had new jokes delivered by a very boring cast member that just talks like this, or, or you know, the the Jungle Cruise speakers. When you all talk like this, you can deliver the same. Oh, yeah. which is always fun. <laughs> My problem was I was a fast talker, but I was mm. loud and into it. And I had fun. His goal on the Jungle Cruise was always to make a child cry. No, so like, was it? <laughs> to like the boa constrictor, right? Is that what it was? I don't even remember anymore. 
Is that the kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. Sort of a P. Plastic. Ah, there you go. I thought you were going to say the wrong thing. Python. But yeah, but, she said it right. She said plastic. Um, but he would, so whenever he'd come up on there, he would make a joke. And when nobody was like watching, he'd kick the box that was right like behind him. I didn't him. kick the box. I kicked the doors that go underneath. And they're, they're oh. pretty hollow. Louder. So it makes this right. really loud pop sound. And so he'd especially do that if there was a kid on board. Like, like not a kid. I mean, a kid like in the front seat, right. you know? So that was you like- You want to scare him. But then, and I know we're talking about GMR later, but I, he rubbed off on me because I took that then to mm -hmm. GMR when I was gangster. And I would do that during the alien scene. It was my goal to try to make a child cry. <laughs> we had too much fun in you our 20s. You have to have a little fun. At Disney. Oh, well, yeah. yeah nighttime at Jungle is always the most interesting because it's mostly uh, college program kids oh. that mm -hmm. I don't. That's my favorite at night. Didn't yeah. care as much. Yeah. They were uh, only there temporarily. Temporarily. You know? <laughs> so they, they went a little more off script. Then you had the dead boats where nobody was on. So there was a lot more fun that happened at night could have got a lot of people kicked out <laughs> and fired so if you're if you're on a boat that nobody is on it's just you and you're i guess you're on the boat skipping it all the way around the the, the river i mean do you still have to give any of your spiel do you use that time to practice um, or you just kind of sit and relax and just enjoy just the ride relax and enjoy unless somebody i mean I, he still works there but i'm not gonna name names i once had it where <laughs> i was going on there and when you go into the temple mm -hmm. see the temple inside there there's actually a spot where you can stop the boat and there's like where you can rope off the boat if something happened. Right. And, oh. uh, somebody uh, decided to jump on my boat in the dark. And I heard, bunk. I'm like, what is that? And all of a sudden, he jumped out. Oh, my the... gosh. <laughs> Do I know? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who listens. So I don't want to get anybody in trouble. because Nobody listens. It's okay. We don't have they any audience. And they are a manager now. Oh my gosh. Come on. Who's the only person that was in your college program that was. Oh. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense now? Are you surprised? Yeah. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my good friend Christine, she was a cast member for years and she tells lots of stories similar to that. So I. The cast members doing things like that is not. Oh, there, there's all kind of <laughs> stuff. I mean, there, I, there's things that I'm surprised like. There's someone that used to work there, but still works at Disney. Ian, there's videos of him online. What do you know when they say lean, lean, lean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to like pretty much get up and stand on the outside of the boat and lean out. And there was a video on YouTube back in the day. We worse now how big social media is. And he actually lost his footing. And there's him hanging by the, his hands and pulling himself back. He didn't get out the bike since he got in. Going, that was a close one. Well, and the thing is, if you fall into that water, they send you for a tetanus shot. Yeah, I mean, like it's pretty but gross. it's only like three feet deep, <laughs> right? Deep, three and a half feet. But deep. I mean, it's not exactly clean. No. But the worst thing is, if you fall to your boat, the boat's still going. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that lever back. What are you gonna do that? Pray, pray somebody pulls it. But um. Yeah, so I, there's I've seen a lot of interesting videos from people that we worked with, but like that they people saw that nowadays, like how fast it, they would get terminated in a heartbeat. Oh, I'm sure. But also, that you have a lot of fun. You played on the dock. Um, oh, like the one time you dumped the entire water cooler on my head. Okay, so we and we, I had to walk um, through the utilidor, you know, underground, uh -huh. all the way back to my car with my squeaky shoes. We had a coordinator. Coordinator is like a step above us who coordinates where everybody's position are. Shift leader in a way. 
um, that liked at night, whenever it was cl getting close to closing time, take out the hose and spray people, especially <laughs> college program kids because he picked on them for fun. Well, whenever you come to the dock, the way to store the boat is you go backwards and they switch the uh, track and you go back into storage. So he'd wait right there. That's where the hose is. And as you're backing up into the storage, spray you down. I didn't take kindly to it. So as soon as I pulled the boat in the back, I roped it off. It was back when they had those big water jugs on top of like the thing. And you, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it was three, three quarters of the way filled. I said, screw it. I took it. I snuck up on him and I drenched him. And then I looked at her somehow after a while. But let's just say there's no water in that thing by the time I was done with it. You're probably the reason the water cooler no longer exists. Probably not. <laughs> Amazing. That, that was in our break room which we didn't really the jungle cruise if you haven't known doesn't really have a real break room hmm. it's a tent out back wait literally yeah it's literally, literally a tent with, with a, a wood floor and a fan oh and so like i mean hot days you get no reprieve and then if you have to go to the bathroom on your 15 minute break you literally spend your entire break just going to the bathroom and then going back to work because you have to walk back like up. past past like behind jungle cruise mm -hmm. And then all the way up to like behind the Crystal Palace, there's a cast. Oh, what that entrance back there! Mm -hmm. you, so you can't just there. go across the across the, the walkway to the Adventureland bathroom there under the tunnel, can you? As a cast member, are you not allowed just to go to the restroom? Mm -mm. Nope. You're already backstage, so you're. Got, okay, that makes sense. Makes yep. sense. They don't want you wandering around the land unless you're like leaving. Or... Right. Right. So, oh my gosh! Wow. I never thought about that. The the main street. Um, cafeteria was right there about seven, it's like a five minute walk from our our break room i, I, I had many trips there wow <laughs> i didn't eat very healthy when i worked at disney it literally was when i got my shift it's get off the bus stop at the mouseketeria two uncrustables and a rock star ate it as i walked through the tunnel and i'm ready to go for the day oh my god <laughs> still eats like that like i don't know what he's and that was my about. lunch too no it wasn't he would go to casey's corner so uh, there was times because you got the khaki shorts on which you you blend in with people if you have a regular yeah. shirt on. You just switch shirts and go get a, a hot dog sometimes <laughs> but you couldn't do that when it's packed because well the line would be out the yeah you don't have enough time yeah. to eat yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to eat. So, did you guys see the Jingle Cruise as well, or just the Jungle Cruise? No, it started after we were. Is there, okay? I didn't. I couldn't remember when that started. Yeah, that's only been a couple of years, three, four, five years ago. Okay. It hasn't been forever. I'm bummed. I wish it was yeah. there for you there. That would be fun. Yeah, it is fun. I mean, that's I wrote it this year, and like the jokes are some the same, and then some different. Now, do they change the jokes a lot? Do you get like updates? No, they didn't. Okay. Uh, they over the years since like probably it started. Yeah, they have little changes because kind of somebody wouldn't like something and somebody no. had to incorporate something. So there's there's been things that have changed. Like well, in the eight months, the I granite one there, wasn't though, in there till like right before we got there. Actually, in the eight months I worked there, there were no changes to the to the script at to all. Script. Yes, yeah. there were monorail jokes. I never told a monorail joke. A lot of people to told a monorail joke. See, they, they have that people use the uh, the beam right before you get in the temple as a monorail joke. A lot of people and it, they didn't care about that. Mm -hmm. And there was that monorail accident and that was, Oh, mm -hmm. I remember that monorail yeah. accident. Mm -hmm. Yeah, somebody got uh, reprimanded like the day after that happened because they used that joke and they didn't know. Ooh. Well, I know they also and you guys may have been gone for this too, but I know when the when the little kid died from the alligator, um, they had to take out the ginger snaps the joke ginger for, snaps. for a year or two. It was a long time before that joke came back as well. Yeah. Um, yeah that, was, that was after us. 
Yeah. Is it joke back though? I don't even know. The it is. I've heard it. it I heard it in September. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah, makes I've sense. I mean, you give it a give it a while and then he's back into it. And you know, I can't imagine anybody really. It was being a while that, though so, yeah. when I didn't hear it. I mean, there were a couple of years where yeah. you know. Yeah. Watch out for ginger. Yeah, She's back before our time, those guys that were on ropes were actual um blanks and all that back in the day. Oh my gosh, that's right. <laughs> I remember that that was a thing. And now it's just like they do the I love you. They just kind of wave it. <laughs> so is that why they changed that? Because it's the gun thing to get the gun element of it to be able to go the I love you and I'm ready for a relationship line or I don't know exactly why. I think it was more cost probably because they still had like the guns over it. Right. Okay. Be right. Yeah. But probably the cost and the fact that they wanted to. I mean, I couldn't imagine a, it was easy to keep track of the guns that all, could easily fall in the water. True. A rope, make them electric. It's probably easier. Yeah, that makes well, sense. Last thing on the Jungle Cruise. Anything we should know, or you, you would love to tell people about the Jungle Cruise that maybe your average guest would not know? A behind the scenes working, or a funny story, mm -hmm. or hey, did you know that? Dot dot dot. One thing I could think of is when a skipper is done with their college program. I don't know because I wasn't a college program kid, mm -hmm. but that it was a tradition because you had your Jungle Cruise boots. That was back before. I guess they can wear black shoes now, but right. back then you had to wear like brown jungle cruise mm -hmm. boots or something brown. Mm -hmm. You take your sneakers and hide them in the jungle. No. <laughs> <laughs> to be left there in the jungle. So are there just random pairs of sneakers? I guess they've probably all been moved now, but at some point there were just a bunch of pairs well, they, of shoes. I think they, I think management literally plans on the day after the college program <laughs> To have somebody sleep the jungle. Um, <laughs> they grab them. I mean, some people I hear get them yeah. last while. Like someone somehow can get up on top of uh, Schweitzer Falls. People got in their mm -hmm. shoes. Impressive. Stuck in it, which I they take some dedication yeah. and probably get really wet. Uh, Albert um, Albert Falls would be uh, would be honored by that. Yeah. People <laughs> hide them in the queue is a big one. People hide them in the queue and things. That is but fantastic. I've heard of people having them last like six months before they're caught. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it must take some work, but that 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 was a big tradition for college programs. So it was always fun the day after CPs left was to while you're driving riding around on boats, just seeing the booth that you can see. See if you can find it. <laughs> you figure they're doing it at night when running through this jungle when they're not supposed to, obviously. So not yeah. only are they trying to not get caught by somebody, um, they're trying to find the best spot. <laughs> right. <hide> right. <laughs> yeah. Tell them about, you'd be better telling this story because I don't remember like all the details of it, but we worked with a skipper named Joe Diversa oh. and uh, he was amazing. So he used to organize like all of us youngins. He was, a, he never was married. Young, never had was kids. Every skipper. He was a mama's boy. Like, mm -hmm. I think he lived with his mom still. He was like this amazing <laughs> a 50 year old Italian, man, but a great guy. just loud, rambunctious, loved everybody, treated everybody with kindness and respect. Um, he used to gather everybody at the Golden Corral. <laughs> no! Golden Corral, <laughs> nice. like, so, I mean, there would be 20, 30 people like from the jungle. At we the take Golden over Corral. Golden Corrals. Well, he ended up, I mean, he took care of his mom. They were the best of friends. Oh. She passed away. And shortly thereafter, he had a massive heart attack and he also passed. Oh, no. oh, my God. And you know that saying, you know, how mm -hmm. people that have been together forever or, you know, that lose the loved one that they're that close to, like, can die of a broken heart. We truly think that was Joe. But, wow. Uh, oh. so, long story short, though. Um, Joe is very well loved at the Joan Cruise. And Joe, Joe was, he was a 50-year-old short 
fat, sweaty guy. He was always, right. you know, <laughs> Jungle Cruise Skipper's always looked sweaty after it got yep. hot. He'd run around, give everybody hugs, just like everything. Well, love, have it. Always had stories to tell us all in the back. Well, and talk about somebody that like went off script and sometimes got away with it. And when he didn't, he'd just be like, okay, like he'd get in trouble. Okay. But then he'd keep doing it. Especially like he didn't even care. He'd come back to dock. Mm-hmm. And as long as there wasn't a manager around, he would just go off and do his little spiel. And it was so hilarious. He said the same things all the time. Actually, if you look at, you know, the Jungle Cruise book that came out like a year ago. That's what I was, yeah. thinking, was yeah. that story. If you know the skipper on the dock waving the big guy with the glasses. Yeah. That's Joe. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That that is Joe. Um, I was going to talk about DJ, though. DJ. DJ was one of the former skippers. He actually works for Lucasfilms out in San Francisco now, Mm -hmm. but he still does art. He actually did – grab that picture real quick. Grab that. There's a picture. We actually got one. My parents got it. It literally goes out the minute it pops up in any store. He actually made this, and it just came out – about a, six months ago and it's impossible to find uh it's a print that he made of the jungle cruise and he has a little something on there about joe but like when they made that jungle cruise book i can't remember if it was him there was a couple different people that were involved mm-hmm. that skipper at the end wasn't look like that and they said why don't we make it look like this so it put a little remembrance of joe everybody everybody oh, that's great but dj yeah, nobody's gonna be able to see it. You guys can. Oh, see that it. is amazing. Oh, that is so. so this is almost impossible. No, but there's a little note about uh-huh. um, free kitten. All Joe. Yeah. That's <laughs> Joe. Now, DJ <laughs> is a former yeah. skipper, and a lot of these skippers we actually worked with because they're actually all in here now because he made. That's... So we know all these people. I, you oh might my gosh. Know, but we know all these people. This is a very. Well, this is like the that's... hardest piece of art to find that people keep trying to find. That's amazing. But DJ, who used to work with Joan Cruz, has made it. Mm. 95 of these made, and they just disappear within seconds. Wow. Anybody finding the stores? Well, I feel like the Jungle Cruise is really having a resurgence right now. Mm. I mean, just there's a lot of merch in the parks with it, and people, I don't know, the line was crazy long Christmas day to try to get on it. It used to be long. I never understood that, but it always used to be. It always It's always long, and yeah, I mean, Jungle Cruise stuff is like really popular right now. And it yeah. has now I don't know if it has stuff to do because remember the movie was supposed to come out and they right. pushed back, obviously, because of our, the wonderful world we live in, unfortunately. Yeah. But um I don't know if that just had the timing with that or what. Hmm. I mean, I think Jungle Cruise is gonna get obviously it's getting redone in some way this year. We don't understand hundred percent what it is. Right. Right. But they say it's gonna be done this year. So I can't imagine it's a huge Oh, it, it couldn't be. Couldn't be. I've heard they're taking away Trader Sam and the shrunken mm-hmm. heads and mm-hmm. the dancers, like the tribal dancers. Oh, but Trader Sam? I know. They're taking that stuff away. There's a story there. Trader Sam. Oh, my gosh. We're, all, we're just going to talk about stories. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. We'll switch to GMR for Liz here in a minute. <laughs> you guys remember Trader Sam's former name. He was a different name for a while there. I don't remember the name. Wait. Chief Nami. Yes. So do you know how he became Chief Nami? I don't think I know that story. So though. they asked all the skippers back in, this was years before us, to enter a bunch of names into a drawing to see, be the next, to they'll rename mm-hmm. it. Somebody wrote the name. Name. Wait. Nami. Nami. Name. name. <laughs> <laughs> 
Make sense now? Yes. <laughs> that is hilarious. I don't think I, I ever saw it written out. I only heard it. Like, the what? audience didn't see the blank <laughs> stare from us going, I'm yes. like, what? <laughs> Nami, like, I only ever heard it. <laughs> I never saw it written. Yep. <laughs> That's what it was. It was oh that is God. hysterical. After we left is when he came, he returned back to Trader Sam. Trader mm-hmm. Sam. I think it was when I was still seasonal when I was, we were living up here when I was still living out well, I, I kind of feel like if they were going to do a complete redo, uh, it would take months and months and months to do. Oh, and with the 50th so coming up, they can't do that. They're not going to do that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really think it's going to be a matter of just changing a few spots. And then mm-hmm. because they're taking a few things out, doing the additions of some of the cast members, they're talking about putting live yeah. action cast members in or something um, to kind of, you know, do. I don't think they're going to put Dwayne The Rock Johnson in the ride like they did with, with Captain Jack. I, uh, I nor nor do that. I think they should as much as I love The Rock. Um, but yeah, Jungle Cruise is usually popular. And if you think back in the last 20 years, obviously pirates became big in the early 2000s yeah. with the movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the last, uh, like not, not too long after that, Haunted Mansion became this massive thing where everybody wanted Haunted Mansion stuff. And it continues to this day. Now I feel like Jungle Cruise is on that, that, that circle of just everybody wants Jungle Cruise stuff. The, the Funko yeah. Pops, which I have now, which is awesome. And you know the lines are really long for the Jungle Cruise, mm-hmm. even though everybody knows exactly what it is. All the jokes, you can say them out loud. I've been on a Jungle Cruise before with people, and we're all reciting their jokes back to the cast member, which is always fun. I mean, do you, as a skipper, did you enjoy that, or were you like, "These are my jokes"? No. I have to say them. He's Stop. Like, no. <laughs> You're the kind I look at and just give you those shut up eyes. <laughs> Let me do my job and try to get the other people. Yeah, I mean, well we wouldn't re- but i would like i wouldn't say that like, like i wouldn't ruin the joke i would say it with you as you said it and of course everybody says backside of water because that's the you know ninth wonder of the world which is oh, always yeah fun. i mean you gotta <laughs> gotta say that i'm the one who will like like raise your hand if you're not here i'm the one who will like raise my hand because i just figure well see i'm different from bill because that was my favorite part of my boats was i would always bring a kid up to drive the boat mm-hmm. through the tunnel and you can't, do, I don't know if you can't do that anymore, they don't but do that anymore. they don't do it yeah. anymore. Right now. And then yeah. we had these little like junior skipper cards that you handed out at the end oh. and it like made their day. And that was, I mean, remember that one kid that used to come every like couple months, he came down with his two grandmothers from Pittsburgh, like literally from Mount Lebanon here near Pittsburgh. Oh my gosh. And, he still finds me. And yeah, this, <laughs> so this is a crazy story. How did I forget that? So jungle cruise. Um, so this little boy, I let him drive my boat and then come to find out, like I got off the boat and was talking to him. It was, I believe either his grandma and her good friend or two grandmas, I don't know, but they came back then like two or three months later, requested my boat again. And I got pictures every time. Well, then I moved over to the great movie ride. Um, so I worked for at jungle cruise from January through August, moved over to great movie ride. And by like November, December, he found me at the great movie ride. What? And they were like, we went to Jungle Cruise yesterday. That's a stalker. And we asked asked where you were, and they told us here. And so here we are. And so they got to sit right up front. And then they found out that I was actually thinking of moving to Pittsburgh. That's how I ended up finding out that they were from Mount Lebanon. Mm -hmm. So now Bill's Bill's day job is um, family-owned car dealerships. She's a customer. Grandma's a customer of the car dealership. <laughs> Grandma brought a picture of my wife and the kid at the back in the day. That is so great. That is I amazing. It. I love it. That is a magical moment right there. That, <laughs> that is like, like full circle. Look at that. Like, oh my gosh. So, so let's talk about Great Movie Ride. Because yes. I, Liz, you know I heart the Great Movie Ride. You know that I love that. I mean, and I do love the Runaway because it's so cute. Mm-hmm. I I I I don't have a grudge against it. 
However, I do miss the great movie ride because mm-hmm. I just love so many of the scenes. And it's funny, like the first time I went on, I'm like, okay, so this was the room where, okay, and this was where, <laughs> and now I should be seeing Floodlight Parade. <laughs> well, I'm the same as Jen. However, my caveat is I love the great movie ride when it worked, when everything worked, when the Footlight Parade was oh, dancing well, and the alien was coming was all nice. the way down out of the ceiling. And like true. you had a great cast member that were actually saying their lines with a feeling rather than just spouting spouting off words because it always depended your enjoyment always depended on the cast member it's when true. everything worked and everything was was in place that's when i enjoy the great movie ride in its later years when i think disney knew they weren't going to be you know it wasn't going to last much longer so they just stopped fixing yeah. it that's what i was like and maybe that was their point they were like we just want to fix it and people get tired of it and i was like well let's just do something else now yeah. but i loved it when it worked um and then last the the video the last part of the video that the oh. video with the, the movies not the one they ended with but the one right before that Mm-hmm. was one of my two or three favorite visuals i would cry every time of walt disney every World. single time and i was like going i've seen that i've seen that i gotta see that so the next time i come back i'm like <laughs> okay i've seen that now you know and and uh I, like i still can remember the amadeus scene where he's lifting his arms you know and you got bet midler running down screaming and just it's hello offices is there no is there a problem offices eddie murphy like i can recite that entire thing uh <laughs> just because it was great um so now i want you guys to talk a little bit about the great movie ride just um, you know, what did you do there? Uh, again, like Jungle Cruise, some behind the scenes stuff, yeah. whatever you want to say, I want to learn as much about the, the GMR as possible. So when you first um, get casted over at Great Movie Ride, you become a tour guide. Mm-hmm. You have to prove yourself as a tour guide for quite some time. And then as soon as you hear that they're um, auditioning for their gangster, not really auditioning, but like you can learn that role, you have mm-hmm. to hop on it because there's only a few spots. Right. So I put my name in the hat and sure enough, they allowed me to train a gangster. That was the best. Like so cool. New York accent. Was no so gangster. Doing it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, getting to shoot blanks out of a real gun. Like, the whole <laughs> thing. And it was like, I was a theater kid and like, it was like choreographed and mm-hmm. just totally my jam. And um, like the Anubis scene, you know, whether you were the tour guide or the gangster or the bandit with Anubis, you know, that's the big, in case people don't know what that is. Like, that's the huge that room with the huge statue and you know, halt unbeliever. Like that was the best, no matter what role you were playing, because it was just so like dramatic and you had to be on cue hitting the right buttons at the right time for the smoke to work and for the magic trick to happen. So clearly I'm passionate about it. Clearly I missed it. <laughs> um, but I did train as bandit and oh. worked bandit one time. And one time was enough because I did not hit my cues <laughs> and a guest relations person had a, like a VIP some type of, I don't know if it was a celebrity or what, that was on that tram. I was so embarrassed that I never picked up a bandit shift again. <laughs> Cause that uh, one was real, that, they made it look easy. That is so hard. You hated the gun, I There's, remember that. <laughs> there, well, first of all, it's a bigger gun. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, you know, okay. Western style, right. like bigger gun. I don't even remember what kind of gun that is. Like I shot a, a Smith & Wesson as a gangster, which is like, okay. a, I guess, handgun. And then I don't know much about guns, but then the, um, the bandit gun was like this big old, heavy like long awkward mm-hmm. gun so not only did you have to shoot it and like i have little woman hands <laughs> like you had to like, <laughs> like scratch and shoot but then you also had to hit the right cues to like make the fires happen mm-hmm. and there was like a button here and a button way over on the other side of the stage and like you had to be you know there was a script to it and that was tough but i remember you coming home before your assessment and freaking out about learning that gun. Oh, you, gosh, you hated the gun. So hard. And I, like I said, I just got myself so embarrassed over like whoever was on that tram that must have been a VIP <laughs> that I did that in front of them. Like I totally messed it up and I just fumbled through the whole thing that I only did that one shift, but Gangster was my jam. I what, loved it. 
one question I've always wondered when watching, and I've I've done the great. It's one of those rides that you I do it every time I, I would go to the parks. Every single time mm-hmm. you have to check it off the list. You have to do a great movie ride. Sometimes two or three times. Um, when you are taken over by the when the, the bandit or the gangster takes over the, the the tram, and the tour guide has to get off the tram, how long of a run or a walk, or whatever, was it to get to your spot to be able to come back? to to in, re-enter your tram when you you know you take over and and uh, the bad guy disappears and there you are and, yeah and, like how long of a walk was that did you have to run to get over there was it kind of a kind of a brisk walk but if you knew what you're doing you're okay or is it you know and did you ever miss that cue no thank goodness i did not miss that cue that was fairly <laughs> i mean it's a pretty straight shot through the hallways okay. get there a few steps here and there mm-hmm. honestly if you were like in the gang if you're if you were the tour guide for a gangster it depended on who was working gangster. Like if you like stopped lollygag to talk, like it, it was impossible <laughs> to get over there then. But like, if it was just a high bye and, you know, running yeah. through, then, I mean, you were there within a minute. Oh, I would be so scared. Okay. I'd miss the queue. I don't think I, like my grandmother could be trying to talk to me. I'd be like, see you grandma. I gotta go. I mean, just, it would, I would be, that would, cause that's the, that's the pivotal point of the, of the show. And yeah. when the bad guy disappears, if you're not there, it's like, okay, we're just sitting here in a tram with no tour guide and here comes the cast member. Out yeah, think of it this way, like gangster, you're literally, you're literally um, going through Western, which is kind of moseying along. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene is um, Indiana Jones, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you then, and then you slowly <laughs> make it over to Anubis. Like you don't, they don't go in a quicker gear at all, like through that. So you have, you have a, a nice little bit of time, but then of course, bandit is a little bit and see bandit, like you're sweating by the end of it because you're like rushing through all those cues and then like hopping on there. And then you have to like run back up to Anubis. It's that was, I'm telling you. <laughs> I think I only ever had bandit in the entirety of my life. Mm-hmm. I only managed to get bandit twice. Oh, I got it. Like, both like for a while, I was like, oh, they must have just stopped doing Bandit because I literally always had Gangster. And I realized it's because I was always in the second car. And well, it- yeah. And so Bandit is called the A car, the A vehicle, mm-hmm. and then Gangster's the B. And the trick is go early in the day because whenever, oh. whenever they first open, they'll have two or three A cars running as well as okay. all of the Bs. The first vehicles that they take off are the A vehicles. And then the bandits go home. So like the bandits literally are only their shifts are only from morning to like maybe mid afternoon, if that. It depends on how busy the park was. If mm-hmm. if attendance was down, they'd pull the um they'd pull the gangster or the the bandits pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's why you that's always gangsters. interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, I think I only ever had them twice, and then random. I was like, what? Wait, I haven't had this scene in forever. It was like brand new to me. See, I always hope that because i don't know how it works for you backstage like if they're like three gangsters waiting to get on their right tour uh back on their right tour ride that they got it screwed up somehow and got on the wrong one that <laughs> <laughs> always wanted be awkward. that happened it's new york gangster hopping on a bandit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you get back on yours wait this isn't the right people these are the people i brought wait, <laughs> No, those break those little like I shouldn't even call them break rooms because it's literally like for gangster. You're up a stairway and then it's a little hallway that they have this gross couch that's been there since 1971. Oh. Just <laughs> kidding, <laughs> that's in Hollywood Studios. Uh, 89. Like, this ratty, nasty like couch, and that's it. Like that's where you hang out the whole day, and then again, oh it's not much better either. So better than a tent. And it's better than a tent. It's air. It's air conditioned. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was strange because every every single time I went on the great movie ride. 
the, the tour guide, their favorite genre movie was horror every single right? time. I'm like, surely somebody likes comedy or surely I'll get somebody that likes drama or action. But it was it was the coincidence is just outrageous. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> what was your what was your favorite part of the ride? Like what part as a tour guide did you love going into and talking about? Maybe I mean, could you embellish? Did you have to stick to that script a little bit? I don't know how much you would embellish on certain things, but um, could you kind of veer off that script any? No, not really, because I feel like I'm not talented enough personally. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said, I'm a theater kid. I thrive off of a script. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at like public speaking. Like I literally, my voice shakes the whole time. Oh. But, um, so the only time we kind of had an improv was if there was a vehicle issue and oh. then we'd have to, and that would get tricky. We had one time where we were in Oz and the A vehicle and B, B vehicle were still on and you could hear each other. And so like, there was no, like with the mics, you could hear each other, but you had to use the mic for the people in the back. So, um, but I would say Oz was my favorite scene to do though. Like, oh, that's, I, I, I wanted to get out of the trams and go into those little houses so bad. I know there's nothing in there. I mean, they were, they were, it was a facade, but it looked so real. I'm like, I just want to climb one of those little houses just to do it. Well, and you know what, whenever this is funny, whenever you pull up to the witch and stop, I knew you were going to say it. If you're sitting on, like, looking at your tour guide and you're sitting on the left-hand side, the little guy that's down to the left mm -hmm. has a, do you know this story? He has a little pot, uh, like a garden pot on his Yeah. Side. His name's Pothead. Stop it. No. <laughs> I didn't just. So I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a lot of Disney attractions that have a lot of adult theming that the Imagineers thought would be funny. I'm sure. Yeah. For instance, the Anubis room and see now it's like not as fun because you can't go back next right. time. And be like, oh, I see what she was talking about. <laughs> the Anubis room. And YouTube. You can always go on Indiana, YouTube. Indeed. True. Indiana Jones room and Anubis room were the worst. The Anubis room, the four pillars that were holding it up mm -hmm. looked like male genitalia. <laughs> That is true. I noticed that one time. Actually, I was also, like, there's also in the Indiana Jones and in Anubis, there's hieroglyphics mm -hmm. and snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Are popping out of um, Egyptian men, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then there's also, um, there was also a hieroglyphic that had Donald and was it Mickey? Do you remember that one? There's a Don there was a Donald and Mickey. Yeah. I remember. There's also a Star Wars one too. And Donald was holding this instrument mm -hmm. that actually is what the Egyptians back in the day would put up through, I believe if I'm saying this right, they'd put it up through the nose mm -hmm. to like get to the brain to kill somebody. And Donald's holding it with like Mickey right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't know that's what that was. That I is fantastic. Really bad. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> wow. I, feel, I say mindful like after this is done. So if you want to <laughs> you know right why now. great movie ride has to rest in peace, it's because they're like the worst. I mean, hop, hop on that DeLorean <laughs> and go back in time and ride this ride again. Like, that shoot. is fantastic. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> I do some trivia about it. Like I do different trivia about like the um the underworld scene and the tuxedo. Mm. Like used to belong to it. Actually belonged to um. James Cagney, I guess, or whatever. And like, I could see Mickey Mouse's shoes, but I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that oh, stuff. Yeah, some of the best hidden Mickeys were in there. Like the Mickey yeah. Mouse shoes were in yeah. Gangster. Yep. Yes. There's like three or four in there. Did you know about the really little guy, the little silhouette? All it was was his little black silhouette mm -hmm. head. I knew about that. Hollywood Hills. Did you know I that? never I that. found that one. That was the one I never found. You had to know where it was. And so if like a vehicle was having issues and we were stopped at dock, we would just take our flashlight out and like that would be a fun like impromptu thing to yeah. show people. 
I oh, looked oh. every I, stinking time. And I, I took my like, hidden on my hidden Mickey hunt. I took a, took a day or two and just did nothing but hidden Mickey's. And I had my little book and I found the ones in the opening scene where you actually can see Minnie Mouse through the window and the, mm. the gangster room. And of course the, the ears are made out of the, the trees in the Mary Poppins room. And, and, you know, and then of course, Sorcerer Mickey, there's Mickey's not hidden. Um, <laughs> so, and I mean, like my trivia on is the basic stuff. I mean, the front half, the Casablanca scene, the front half of the planes right there, the back halves and the jungle cruise and the basic stuff like that. I found out today that, that, the Ingrid Bergman does not talk in the Casablanca scene because they, her family would not allow her, would not allow her voice to be used. Um, Which is crazy to me. You know, but the guy who does John Wayne, it's not John Wayne. It's somebody else named Clifton or something like that. But the family, he was a John Wayne impersonator back in the day and the family really liked him. So they allowed him to be used for John Wayne's voice. Um, So, but John Wayne, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. So many fun facts, and I think that's what hurts me the most as you know a former cast member there. But I just like it was sentimental to me. You know, like there's just so much classic Disney in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like you said, there's just so many fun facts that like nobody even realized. Still, you know, mm-hmm. I miss it a lot. And my favorite thing though, gone. my favorite thing is that whenever you got trained as a tour guide, oh. tradition was that you got to put your handprint. You got to put your hand in paint and then there was a wall backstage and the whole wall was covered with the cast wow. members literally from when it opened in the 80s all the way until like the day they closed so your handprint was there then you could sign whatever you wanted and mine was so ugly like i have a picture of it and i'm like what was i thinking like i thought it was cute <laughs> little red dots but it ended up looking like the hand was bleeding but anyway <laughs> my blue handprint with my little red dots and then i signed my name and then whenever i got trained on gangster and bandit i signed it again and put the date mm-hmm. oh that was pretty cool and then when you became gangster on the day you were assessed and they approved it you got to sign your name with permanent marker on the rafters over that nasty couch I was talking about in the hallway. <laughs> and so all of the gangsters that ever worked there, their names were signed up there. And I don't know, know if they maintained. I never, I never made it that far. <laughs> so I don't know about Bandit for sure. But, but did, you, did they maintain any of that? Do you yeah. had it that they were taking it to archives? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. The handprints are still there. I, I would just whenever they were building the Mickey and Minnie, they actually, someone took a picture backstage. You can see the wall. They're still at the. The wall's still there for the handprints. Oh, good. Well, I'm they, glad they saved that. I mean, at least the pictures towards the end of construction it yeah. was there. Doesn't mean they're still there. I have right. <laughs> how, do you, how do you guys feel about Mickey's Runaway Railway? Not uh, if if it were not taking the place of Great Movie Ride. If it were somewhere else in that park as a completely f- different freestanding mm-hmm. building, would you like the ride at all, or you're just like, eh, it's okay? I've not yet been on yeah, it. Been okay. On it. <laughs> and, um, I don't like the new Mickey and Friends. They're like, I don't like the way they. Yeah, that's device. Like the people, some people, that's a that's a two sided issue. Some people love them, some people don't. I like. The, I think it's a fun fun Mickey, although it's very hard to have that Mickey in the park because that Mickey would be terrifying in real life, right? and so <laughs> just really would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the kids love it. Kids but the cartoon it. version is it, great. Yeah, yeah, kids love it. I. I don't love the newer Goofy animation as well as the older the, the one. The newer Goofy looks like a redneck hillbilly like bum of some sort, like scraggly. Yeah, shape, you shave, he's like, oh, kind of thing. I don't like yeah. the new Goofy. I like the rest of them, just not. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the other ones. I'm ambivalent. I mean, that's not the ones I grew up with, and I'm okay with them. I just mm-hmm. don't really like the Goofy, but I do like the Runaway Railway. It is really cute, and I think that you guys will be pleasantly surprised because there are some nice nods to the great movie ride. like yeah you'll 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 like that part um now the other question now do you think that the new red and pirates 
is Jane from Great Movie Ride. Probably. Because it looks like her. They use a lot of, if you look around Disney, they use a lot yeah. of the same faces. Like mm-hmm. um, the, um, the grave take or graveyard guy. Caretaker in, in the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Caretaker, Haunted yeah. Mansion. yeah. He's part of the, the get the point in the end, the mm-hmm. rhino scene. At I knew that. <laughs> they, they use a lot of the same faces. Uh, around the park so i would not be surprised if it is actually looking at that figure in my head i would probably say I'm you know what thank, like but thank god they don't do that with hall of presidents can you imagine like that would be awkward <laughs> like like oh hey there's millard fillmore i don't even know why did i, I gonna say there's, a, there's only two or three you'd recognize it's not like we'd be on on the on whatever attraction like oh look that's james is that james buchanan <laughs> Wow. Okay. They couldn't do that with let's say they couldn't do it with like JFK. Right. Well, the last probably like eight or nine presidents or like do it anybody with, since the seventies, but I mean you throw up, you know, James Harrison. I have a feeling that I don't think anybody would recognize that. Herbert Hoover, <laughs> like, oh that Hoover. I mean, Disney's known for reusing a lot of parts, kind of like mm-hmm. the plane that was in Great Movie Ride and yeah. right. They 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 did that in a lot of locations. They try to reuse stuff. They have a budget, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> Got to use it somewhere. So I mean, they, they Any, try to use it when they can. Anything else about the Great Movie Ride you'd love to throw out there for people to know? Again, like stuff, maybe like stuff whatever, that we don't know. Stuff. Stories. And it's close. You can throw out whatever. Say whatever you want to. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, name I, drop if you need to. I can say that, like, going back to what you started this about Great Movie Ride with, you know, like, loving it when it worked. Me too. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing is worse than literally breaking down and having nothing to say. But the worst was, I don't know, you've probably noticed this if you're a huge Great Movie Ride fan, like, the car in Gangster Alley never freaking worked. Mm. Like, it, it never worked. Yes. There. And then what? All of a sudden, like, the spotlight's on it, so I should start shooting it? Like, it was so awkward for a right. gangster, you know? But and yeah. the speakers on those cars also did not work like Jungle Cruise. So if you're sitting in the back of that tram, you hear like, and it's not the cast members. Yeah, it's not. It's no, like- they're, just, they're doing their thing. It's just the speakers. And again, I think it, it got to the point in the last year or two, they were like, well, we're it. getting rid of this. So it doesn't matter. Let's not try to fix it. Let's just let it go and be done with it. And so well, that I think that's case. also why they got lazy. And all of a sudden you heard recordings more than the tour guide. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that was like nicely done if they had to do it, but it took away from like that live action. It you did. Know? I yeah. much preferred when it was the live cast member. It was yeah. so much better. Well, I mean, I miss the live cast member in Living with the Land. I loved that Same. live cast member. Just having a live cast member there was great. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was always a little bit of spontaneity to it. You never knew what was going to happen mm-hmm. or what they might say or stumble on or throw in an extra or whatever. So, yeah. Very recording, same thing every time. Hey, you're right, though. Yeah. Living with the Land, you used to like, they might talk about what their, their current project is. Yeah. Yeah, they don't you don't get that anymore. Something mm-hmm. else you might not know about the Great Movie Ride. It's a massive building, mm-hmm. the Grauman Chinese Theater building, and you share it with some friends of characters. So that's oh. always interesting. And I don't want to go too far because I believe no. in keeping the magic, but yes, I'll absolutely. Say we had some interesting encounters on break. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, I do love, though, that they kept the integrity of Grommets. Like, you know, the facade is still the same. Yeah. All the stuff's the same on the outside. And even, like, when you first walk into the queue, you're like, okay, yeah, this is what I remember. Less, of course, like, the movie props. Does <laughs> it still, like, smell like it, though, when you walk in the lobby? There's a smell. There was a smell. The smell is a little different now. But it's still reminiscent, I will say. It's still it, reminiscent. It had one of those 
fantastic cues, especially before they redid it, where you would walk through the turnstile and just go back and forth and back and forth all the way down that that aisle and the big the big uh, uh the big screen with the movie trailers on there and we're just really really that. cool getting you ready for it and you go in and get in the train. I love that cue and all the props and everything were on the outside. Um, Hollywood see this question though. Sorcerer's Hat, do we love it? Or were we sad when it went away? Or were we okay with it going away a couple of years ago when it went away? I mean, yes, no on the Sorcerer's Hat. I loved it. I loved it. See, whenever I worked at Hollywood Studios back back in the day before I did Jungle, I liked seeing it. Mm-hmm. I could see it from the One Man Stream in Narnia, and I, I liked seeing it. I, I love mm. the cat. I love walking by it, uh, closing every night. I loved it. I, I like I like the cat. I like the hat. I know a lot of people were against the hat. Yeah. And I know it was there for legality reasons why it even became in there. Yeah. Um, but people compare the hat as being as ugly as like the pink cake that they made the castle. Oh, I'm no, sorry. There's no comparison no, there. No. Apples and oranges, right? Like, no, no. It's, that, that, that was beautiful. The hat to me did not fit with what Hollywood Studios was intended to be to begin with. The movie studio and you're at the movies and that kind of thing. And I kind of feel like you put the hat in there now and it works. Because now Hollywood Studios has now become like this this imagination land of Star Wars and Toy Story mm-hmm. and Mickey's Runaway and you know and the roller coaster and, the, and like now it's because to me the hat the sorcerer's hat symbolizes imagination yeah. and so I feel like it fit, like I really want them to put it in there now like I didn't like it you know the first ten years it was there but now I'm like why don't I just now we I liked it, it then perfect. though I don't know I always you know, just it, it was just fun it fits better than the, the Chinese theater does to be honest with you with the theming not that I you should do anything with Chinese con- I really wish they didn't get that contract done I wish they would have yeah. just kept the fight going and yeah let's and, start a petition there. bring back the hat <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, bring back the hat we're calling too, the bombs they put too much money into fighting for that right to have the Chinese theater back as the icon <laughs> yeah right they wouldn't yeah. Have- yeah, but yet whenever you see like the four park icons, it's always Tower of Terror. Yeah. It's not the Chinese. Theater. Yeah, they don't. They still don't use the Chinese. Well, and, how, and I felt bad for Hollywood too because first it was the Earful Tower, then it was the Sorcerer's Hat, and then they were Chinese Theater, and now it's the Tower of Terror. And it's like I every time you have an Earful icon, it goes Tower away. Right. So what's going? What's going away next? I mean, next Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. No, <laughs> now it's probably going, going anywhere. No, no, no. It'll no, be an ad. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if anybody goes to that part. Goes to the, goes to that land for the next ten years. It's not going anywhere. It's too much money invested. Too in Star Wars. much. So at least you know if you put that icon on there yeah there you go there you go this has been wonderful i have loved picking your brains on this kind of stuff this has been really really fun i uh, listen to you guys talk about the old days at disney um any final stories thoughts trivia things you want to throw in there about anything disney wise do you have anything from pirates you haven't mentioned that oh pirates yeah we hadn't gotten into pirates because <laughs> we're, we're we're almost running out of time but yeah. no but don't you have any uh, quick story Fact, nothing. Fact, George. George. Every oh, every yes. morning you had to say good morning to George over the intercom, and you had to say good night to George. Is that the ghost? That's yeah. the ghost. That's, That's the, ghost. the ghost of a guy Wait. that was a maintenance worker that um, was working up on something on a ladder and fell to, unfortunately, his death. And he mm-hmm. haunts the place. And if you don't say good morning or good night to George, you can expect the ride to break down. And I've heard the story. Happens if you don't. The next day. Mm-hmm. Something happens. That or there's been top seat. People have said locked doors magically popping open and stuff. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! Now, gosh. have you seen this in action, or did you see a day when somebody didn't say good morning, George, or good night to George? And yes, and that's that's crazy. Always <laughs> George, love George is acting up. Love it. I, I mean, there's just something. There's something about disney as a whole disneyland and disney world and like i i like like i love the kingdom keepers books and obviously they're fantasy because walt disney as a person plays a presence in those books but at the same time 
there's just something magical that goes deeper than just, oh, it's fun. Look mm. at Mickey Mouse. Give me a hug. Rapunzel. What it kind of, I mean, there's something that goes deeper because yeah. of the, the, how old that park is, the traditions that are there mm. and the, the, the legend of those rides and stuff. And I, I, I love, love that. It. We, we definitely need to have all like, like do a, do a ghost story, some sort of ghost story. There's hour. probably more than we even know. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> so, Liz, Bill, this has been wonderful. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Where can I mean? Do you want people to find you online? Um, yeah. Where can we Go find ahead. you online? Yeah. So, like Jen mentioned, we also own a small business travel agency. We're Dreamers Do Travels Inc. Mm-hmm. on Facebook. www.dreamersdotravels.com. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we always say. We just yeah. want you to use a travel agency yes. like and yeah. there's there's plenty and yeah. we you know a small business travel agency specifically yeah. yes we we do uh, like you that. really get that attention you're never treated like just a number and mm-hmm. you take care of all of the details and we actually care so yeah absolutely thank you guys thank y'all very much thank you thank you I, I love stories like that. I love hearing all the stories behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff, quirky little things behind the scenes. And just, it's, it's great. It, it's really, really it great. Is. I think that uh, one of these days, maybe if we ever do a Patreon, one of our, one of our levels for however much you want to pay per month, you can get the, we'll do a Disney after dark and we'll come in and we'll tell some <laughs> stories that uh, maybe are appropriate for the regular show. Or not um, child safe. And not child safe because, you know, Disney is, is behind the scenes. Sometimes, you know, people are people. Um, so what, right. sometimes they go crazy and act mm-hmm. awfully, uh, but I would love to tell some <laughs> stories like that behind the scenes, Disney after dark or whatever. So we'll get there. Um, Jen, where can we find you online? Online. You can find me at upon the star Jen, or you can find me on my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Navani. Oh, very good. You can find me online on Instagram at the magic on a dollar. Find me on Facebook mm-hmm. at the magic on a dollar or find me on Facebook at Magic on a dollar and Disney on a dollar. And of course, I'm on Twitter at Disney on a dollar as well. And of course, you can find us at the mscpodcast.com. That's our website. Go there and uh, you can uh, see all the show notes and everything. You can find us, of course, online at the mscpodcast.com. And remember that phrase, the mscpodcast, because you can use it to find us on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook and, of course, online.com and our email, the at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you as well. And uh, let us know uh, what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Go online, go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you hear this show. Rate the show, subscribe to the show, review the show. Five stars is the most magical of stars. We love five stars. Matter of fact, I'm not sure it'll let you do anything else the way the new setup is. So just go ahead and click five. Oh, yeah. And, just, I mean, yeah. don't waste it's your time. Easiest. It's just, easy. Just yeah. five. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So for our magical moment, we're going to play something kind of fun. This is the ending theme. We're going to play the ending theme to the great movie ride, that three minute montage of films and even audio. It's a great experience because Mm -hmm. if you've been on the great movie ride before, you'll remember and you'll see Bette Midler running down screaming and you'll see Tom (laughs) Hulse as Amadeus moving his arms up and everything. And you'll see all that when you hear the music and everything. And um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. So we're going to play that as our magical moment because it is a magical piece of film. Until then, uh, Jen, have a great week. I'll talk to you very, very soon as usual. Audience, have a great week. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. 
be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.